Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Richard Hutnut, makers of the all-new Richard Hutnut Home Permanent with Beauty Rinse Neutralizer, present Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. It said, God loveth a cheerful giver. So do thousands upon thousands of polio victims who receive merciful aid through your cheerful contributions to the March of Dimes. Your extra help is needed now to pay for history's greatest assault against infantile paralysis, the 1954 Polio Prevention Program through gamma globulin and vast field tests of a polio vaccine. Yes, polio will strike again in 1954, just as it has in the past. But there's new hope that this vicious crippler will soon be conquered through vaccines. And 1954 will be the year of decision in the showdown fight against infantile paralysis. This is the year that the March of Dimes has started its polio prevention program. And your dimes and dollars are going to determine just how far this program is carried out. Your dimes and dollars are going to help pay for more gamma globulin and the mass tests of the trial vaccine. The responsibility rests with you. Join the March of Dimes and give extra. Give extra for victory over polio. You'll be glad you did. Some lucky resident of Wistful Vista is going to corner Citizen X today and win $1,000 in cash. Yep, it's the last day of the big merchant's contest. And if you think the town isn't in an uproar, just take a look at 14th and Oak. There must be 40 guys in this crowd wearing a brown hat and a blue tie and carrying a black leather bag like the paper said Citizen X would. How the heck am I going to... Relax a little, dearie, before you wear yourself out. I think we better quit for a while. Quit? My gosh, you read the paper, kiddo. This thing is worth a thousand bucks. We can use a few things. We were low on toothpaste this morning for one thing, and... I don't mean quit for good. I just mean quit this corner. They said Citizen X will only be on each corner for 15 minutes, and we've been here half an hour. My gosh, is it that late? Give me that paper. Where do we look next? Well, it's all listed there. Says the next spot where Citizen X will appear is... Williams Supermarket at 1. Good. 1? Well, what happened at 12? Lunch, my boy, lunch. Oh. I understand the Citizen X's union won't let them work on their lunch hour. Oh. Come on, I'm starved. Luckily, Walt's mob shop is right here on the corner. Luckily, my foot. This ain't no coincidence that all this mob winds up here right in front of the lunch counter at lunchtime. This was planned. Open the door. Yeah. Man, oh, man, look at the mob in here, will you? <laughs> Look at them knives and forks flashing through the air. Yeah. Looks like battle scenes from Julius Caesar. Goodness, we'll never get waited on in this crowd, McGee. Waited on? We're lucky if we get out of here without any scars. Hey, there are a couple of people getting up from the counter. Quick! Made it. 
Stand back and let me talk to him. Come on out. We won't hurt you, sir. My husband just wants to know if you're a citizen X. C'est fou! Cochon! Mon Dieu, c'est terrible! Je ne parle pas l'anglais, je ne comprends rien! Je ne comprends rien! Quoi? Non! Speak the English! Just arrive today! Well, why didn't he say so? How'd I know he was Italian? My gosh! Oh, these crazy Americans. Uh. Mama told me there would be days like this. Now, dearie, you'd better be sure you have the right victim the next time you close in for the kill. Well... You might... McGee, where are you going now? Wait! Another man with a black bag. He just ducked around this sack of canned goods. What the... What the... Get off my back, you stupid... Oh, it's yeah. you. Now, Gamble. I thought you were... Well, I'm not. No. Just because I'm wearing a brown hat and carrying a black bag, you're the third nincompoop that's knocked me down today. Well... You take a closer look, you see my tie isn't blue. Hello, Doctor. Are you looking for Citizen X, too? Well, I was, Molly, but I'm afraid we're out of luck. Citizen X isn't around here, that's for sure. We only have one more chance. The last clue. Yeah, that last clue's the one that's got me like... Read it, Doc. You got your paper. Read it again. What's it say? Well, it's got me baffled, too. Everybody boy. baffled. Let's see, it says, on a bright red bus, red bus. exactly at two, two, Citizen X will be waiting for you. Yeah, that's the one that's got everybody in town stuck. Yeah. This town's got two bus lines, and one is a yellow bus, and the other one is a green bus. Yeah, there's no red buses in this town. No. Ah, the heck with it. I'm giving up. Yeah, me too. I'm giving up. But, dear, you said... Yeah, I said we'd give it a try. We gave it a try. Yes, we did. But I'm through. <laughs> me too. I'm going home. Well, so long, Doc. I'm going home, too. Yeah. So long, kid. Bye, so long. Doctor. Well, that gets old fatso out of the way. Now, come on, kiddo. Let's run for the car. We're heading for the end of the bus line. Well, there's the bus terminal, kiddo. Come on, hurry up. Oh, you are a fly one. All the buses start from out here, and this time I outguessed them, Tootsie. What color is that freshly painted bus there waiting to start? Bright red. Aren't you sharp? Sir, all we got to do is get on that bus, sit right next to the door, and grab Citizen X whenever he gets on, right? That's the stroke of genius, sir. Oh, it's nothing. Genius runs in my family. Well, you must have a large family. Huh? What do you mean? Look at the people coming. Oh, well, come on. Come on, let's get on that bus. We better hurry. Look at the crowd gathering. Well, you oh. Gee, where do they all come from? I don't know. Out of the woodwork, I guess. Let's not stand here, Peter. Come on. One of them passengers may be Citizen X. Let's get in line. All right, folks. Enough room for everyone. Get your bags ready. Now, take it easy. Here comes six more. Hey, quit shoving me. Who did that? Oh, go home, you little fake. Hiya, Molly. <laughs> oh, you again. Hello, Doctor. I haven't seen you for 20 minutes. Big pony deliberately lied to me. Hey, driver, let's take off. Keep your shirt on, Max. This ain't the flying red horse, it's a bus. that leaves on schedule and not before. Five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second. Okay, folks, you can come aboard now. Watch this, then. Take it easy. 
Keep moving, Molly. We're next. As soon as Lars squeezes himself through the door. I took the wrong first. I'm afraid you'll have to lend me a dime, dearie. Here's one. Go ahead. You're next. Step up, lady, and just a minute there. That dime's okay, bud. A couple little holes in it. That I wasn't talking about the dime. What's the trouble here? Now, nothing, Doc. You keep out of this. Now, driver, that It dime... isn't the dime. I was just noticing the lady's hat. It's brown. So what? This ain't a fashion show. It's a... It's a... And she's wearing a blue tie. That is the color of that little ribbon tie you're wearing, ain't it, lady? Blue? That's right, young man. And you're carrying a black leather bag, right? Right. So, madam, you are Citizen X. She's Citizen X. <laughs> oh, boy, that's rich. Look, Buster, this lady happens to be my wife. If she was Citizen X, she'd be... I still... What'd you say, driver? Will you repeat that loudest? I said, you are Citizen X, right? You are right. Molly. Congratulations, young man. Here you are. Oh. One thousand nice, crisp, new dollar bills. Oh, my heaven. Hey. Ma, you. How could you do this to me? Your own husband. Your own flesh and blood. You sweat the tears. All these weeks I've been chasing on this. Enjoy the thrill-filled entertainment that's yours for the listening each Tuesday evening on the NBC radio network. There's laughter intermingled with murder each Tuesday when Frank Sinatra portrays the footloose and fancy-free Rocky Fortune. Rocky Fortune never seems to hold any job longer than one week, but his continually changing occupations each bring another program packed with adventure. Make Rocky Fortune a regular Tuesday night listening habit. Then for two-fisted private detective work, call on Barry Craig as portrayed by William Gargan. You'll enjoy every action-packed moment of Barry Craig. So be sure to listen tomorrow for another of his rough-and-tumble encounters with mystery and intrigue. Also on Tuesdays, tune to the NBC radio network for Dragnet. Dragnet is the true story of your police force in action. From crime to punishment, Dragnet takes you step-by-step on the side of the law in the solution of an actual crime. Dragnet, starring Jack Webb as Sergeant Joe Friday, is one of the week's greatest radio shows. Hear Dragnet tomorrow. So you see, dearie, I had to keep it a secret even from you, because it wouldn't have... McGee. McGee, stop crying. Good night. Good night, all. NBC and Richard Hutnut. This is the all-new Richard Hutnut Home Permanent with Video Neutralizer. I brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed. With Arthur Q. Bryan is Dr. Campbell, Elvia Allman, and Cora. Rolf Sedan is the Brighton Frenchman, and Jack Mather is the Lucky Bus Driver. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Beverly McGee and Molly. Laugh again tonight with Tanya Topster on the NBC Radio Network. Mm-hmm.